Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Are we there yet? When is this stupid ride going to be over? We often hear this from kids on a long trip or from people that have just been on an exasperating journey. But isn't this exactly what we're hearing today? From all sides, when is this going to be over? What's going to happen? What do you mean they're sending everybody home? What do you mean no restaurants? They're closing down everything? What? When is this going to be over? Well, we don't know. But we do know that those of us that have faith believe there's one who does know. The old saying is, I may not know what the future holds, but I know who holds the future. You know, if we really believe this, this isn't a Pollyanna look at things where we just put on our little rose-colored glasses and everything's going to be okay. No, most of the things that happen in life are the things that smack us face on, and most of the time they're personal, like The doctor gives us the bad news, or a loved one walks out on us, or there's a death in the family, or whatever it is, whether it's with a child, whether it's monetary, whether it's physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, most of the time it's personal, and it doesn't happen to everybody else. One of the few times that I can remember that it did happen to everybody else was several years ago when my husband lost his job. It was absolutely unexpected. And it happened at a time that we just really were not expecting it. He had been with this company for almost 30 years and was high in management, actually vice president. And the company had been bought out, as it had been several times, but this time it was from a firm in England. And almost everybody, after my husband was fired, almost everybody else was as well. And just like that, it was over. Our sermon at our church had been on Mark eleven twenty four, which says, When you pray, pray believing as though you've already received it. And my husband and I looked at each other in the midst of this and thought, Isn't that what we had just prayed? I had just retired from teaching, and I was doing full-time speaking with several bureaus throughout the United States, and he had been booking me and was staying up late trying to get that paperwork done as well as go to work every day. And at church, we just went up front and prayed, God, would you make a way where we could just transition into this time of speaking and traveling? And well, we didn't expect it, at least not that same day, but that was indeed the Sunday that the firm flew in from England, and my husband found out that week when they called him in. Many of the others around were scared and frightened, and they looked at him and said, how can you take this so calmly? And of course, he told them that we had prayed for it. He even gave them the scripture, and they all just couldn't believe it, and they felt so bad for him, but it was within the next few weeks that everybody was gone. 
And as of right now, the building isn't even there anymore. Many of those who lost their jobs and didn't have any other income came to him and wanted to know how to deal with this. They were panicking. What were they going to do? How did he do it? What was up with this? And anyway, long story short, it was much like today that many people are panicking. And even though it hasn't hit them yet, and maybe it won't, we don't know. But that's the whole premise. We do not know. There are a few things that I learned from that example and other examples through the years, but one of the things for sure is that God's timing isn't our timing. Many people get mad when I just tell them things like this because they can't believe that this could somehow be used for good. But our plans and expectations are often put on hold. In those other examples I gave you, we learn that in many times we're not in control in this life. Things happen, and this is why I love the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And it's many times during those times that we find out it's a good thing we weren't in control because we wouldn't have done it that way. And what happened turned out even better. There's another thing I learn, and it's called in the Old Testament, the sacrifice of praise. This is where we learn that God really honors praising him in the midst of a crisis. It's easy to thank him and, oh, say, praise you, God, when things are going right or when everything looks like it's just going the way we planned it. But what about at other times when we say, God, I don't understand this, I don't like this, but I'm trusting you, and I believe that you are going to do something with it. And that leads to the next thing is where we can be used for others. It is during those days and months following some kind of a tragedy that we become aware of those around us who are also hurting. I can't tell you how many people we prayed for from Bud's company that would call him and ask him for prayer, even people that didn't even go to church or didn't seem to believe, but somehow found out when God's all you have, you find out he's all you need. So that's what we did. We started helping and encouraging and praying for others, taking others to church. Also, we have found out that often in the midst of this, if we take notes or journal, you can find out you may have a story inside of you to add to a book, or you may have a whole book to write. We've done both. And one of the things that in Scripture we find out, Deuteronomy 31.8 says that God is with us, He's going before us, and that He will not let us down. And Isaiah 41.13 assures us that God is holding our hand and there's no need to be afraid. 1 Samuel 7.12, this was something that my brother-in-law has often used where he in the military was out of control, but in his own life, he wanted to be very much in control, that this far the Lord has helped us and I will cry out in need. I will come to him and I will look for the time that he will reveal what he would have me to do. He even gave my husband, his brother, a cup from the military that said, here I am, Lord, send me. So it's during these times that we find out God is indeed faithful. And scripture says he's faithful even when we're not. Isn't that reassuring? My friend, we don't know what's going to happen. Yes, we must follow all the guidelines and take precautions and don't travel, don't do anything that we've been told not to do. But the other thing that even our own president has said is that we must pray and we must seek God. And when you go through some of 
the scriptures that are based on how to trust God, how to not be fearful, how to not be anxious, but in everything through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your requests known unto God and the peace that passes all understanding shall be yours. God, I pray right now for the one that is listening, the one that may be just a little nervous or the one that may be panicking, the one that has no idea how they're going to meet ends financially, the one who's worried about children or parents or grandparents, and the one who just doesn't know where to go next. May I suggest to them, Lord, please let them find that old Bible that's stored on a shelf somewhere or look it up online, just what you have promised that you'll never leave us or forsake us. Other scriptures that would ensure and reassure my brother and sister listening what you've done for one, you said you'd do for another. Amen. My friends, you may not know when all of this is going to be over. I know I don't, but I do know what can be over. The worry, the fretting, the anxiety, and the stress of not knowing. Sometimes we have to just let it go and allow God to do what he has already ordained to do. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for joining me today. And I hope this was uplifting and helps to ease some of the tension going through a time like this. I know it's something we've never experienced before, but greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. And thanks again for listening. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.